Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 258. It's your boy, Celeb. We got a pretty special show for you today. We're going to be talking about Microsoft, also going to be talking about World War Z's launch trailer, and we're going to be talking a little Star Wars on the podcast today, changing it up. (laughs) I hope you guys are excited because I know I am. Right here on the 258th episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys, I hope you are excited. As I said, I am joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's up, dog? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good, man. That's good. fantastic. I'm glad to hear it. Um, so uh, we got a pretty special episode for you guys. But as we always go about, before we get into this episode, we're going to talk about what have we been drinking, what have we been gaming, and how life has been going. So, Bolts, what's been going on in your life? How's everything going? Uh, everything's going, bro. Got 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 a, got a few things going on, but it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, I haven't been gaming a lot. I've been gaming some. Um, little Grand Theft Auto, little Borderlands, little MLB The Show. Yeah. Um. Well, we need to do some Borderlands together soon. Yeah, because I'm I'm sitting here walking you through the game earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like walked in and uh, he walked in and I was playing. Where was I? I was over by Sanctuary. Yeah. And I was like trying to traverse and loot or whatever else. Bolt is like, no. I'm like, what? He's like, to the left. I'm like, okay. So I like turn to the left and go. And he's like, all right, take a right. And I take a right. And he's like, now watch out behind you. I'm like, why? He's like, there's what? Are, what are they called again? Bully mongs, dude. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bully mongs, like, were behind me. Bolts was like, oh, "Watch out behind you." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, uh, "There's gonna be a bunch of bully mongs coming up behind you." I turn around and there's this whole big group of them. So, um, but. Yeah, man, we definitely got to start playing some Borderlands. But anyways, what else have you been playing? Um, that's, I mean, that's it. Um, no more MLB The Show, huh? Are you done with it? Well, no, no, I'm playing 18. Um, like I said, 19, 19 is still, there, it's just, there's so much, there's so much stuff I don't like about it um, that it, you know, all I did was update the rosters on 18, so I'm just rolling what with it. What about uh, Sekiro? Are you playing that? I've already beat that, dude. Oh, yeah, you did beat it, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, had had, I, had, I was basically on vacation last week. Uh, and I racked about 10 hours a day on it for about six days straight. So. God dang, bro. Well, um, any drinking? Uh, quite a bit, actually. Yeah? Um, like I said, I've had some things going on. So. What you been drinking? Oh, oh it's, it's goose, bro. Goose all day long. Hmm. If it ain't goose, it ain't nothing, homie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, my life is going pretty good. Um, got some stuff on the horizon I'm pretty excited about. Getting everything locked in uh, for E3. Yep, Me and Bolts. Change. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> I'm down. No. Um, Bolts is like, oh, wait a second. We'll, we'll, we'll get more in depth on this after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, me and Bolts just uh, um, getting everything locked in and confirmed for E3. Uh, just paid for the flights and uh, getting the hotels and everything lined out. I, like we're going through the flight stuff or whatever else, and Bolts is like, you know, let's fly the yellow banana. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Spirit. I'm like. No, bro, we're not flying Spirit. I've always, I know I kind of sound snobby, but I've always been a JetBlue guy. Like, every time I've ever flown JetBlue, it's always been an amazing experience. Um, and if I can't fly JetBlue, I'll always fly, fly United. So, with the time crunch and everything, um, it was kind of like, let's just get something quick. Dude, and- we're, we're going to be on plane for three hours. We're going to sleep and we're going to get to LA and that'll be the end of that. And I'm going to sit next to someone that is like a grotesque monster and Bolt is going to sit next to like the most beautiful person in the world. And won't even give a shit because I'll be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, but yeah, we just booked our flight for E3 um, and we got everything lined out with the hotel. The hotel actually canceled uh, our booking because I wasn't paying attention to my emails and they were like, Hey, your card got denied. I didn't have enough money on there one day. And I was like, Oh my God. So I had to call them today and get it all lined back out. But you know, you got to spend money to have fun. And that's what we plan on doing at E3 2019 this year. Very excited. I'm bringing $15 and change. <laughs> <laughs> all pennies. That's going to be part of my carry on. I'm like, what? You're like, there's a you know a, a, a sock, a pair of socks I haven't opened up yet. We can maybe sell that to somebody. I'm like, bro, this trip is already bad. Um, so, but yeah, drinking-wise, I uh, had some Jim Bean yesterday with some Fireball Whiskey as well. Um, mixed some stuff up with some Coke and uh, just relaxed. And um, I have a big thing about, like, in my head, I always always overanalyze stuff sometimes. So, um, I was trying to relax as much as possible yesterday. Gaming wise, um, my boy, Jesus came over here last night and, uh, we actually, um, grilled up some pork chops and we played some Mortal Kombat XL getting excited for Mortal Kombat 11 that launches in just, uh, what? Two weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. Launches the 26. Yeah. Launches the same day. That Avengers Endgame's coming out. And the NFL draft, so. And the NFL draft, so. So I won't be playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but uh, I've been going back through, um, or going back through, going through and playing uh, Borderlands 2, which I'm thoroughly enjoying so far. I've uh, been also playing some Battlefield um, Firestorm and uh, trying to spend some more time on Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, I played a little bit of Skyrim as well, too, but um, I've been trying to play a little bit more Blades so I can get a review cranked out very soon for Centilinks.com. So uh, definitely make sure to head on over to Centilinks.com and check us, uh, check out the new site layout and everything. We got uh, everything updated, looking good, um, and uh, very excited for the future of Cinelinks. So with that being said, before we talk about video games coming soon, uh, I want to say this show is brought to you by second opinion productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at youtube.com forward slash second opinion podcast for some of our opinionated pieces. Also video coverage uh, while we're at E3 QuakeCon, and so on and so forth. Um, Also brought to you by Cinelinks.com. Make sure to check us out over there for some of the latest and greatest Previews, reviews, gaming news, movie news, and much more. 
Um, great content and great content creators right over there. And please also check out realoutreach.com. This is the charity that Jordan does, uh, who is the co-creator of Centilinks. Uh, it's a great charity. Uh, they're trying to get everything lined out right now to do Detective Pikachu up in Dallas. And um, very excited um, for uh, the for this year's charity events that we're planning on doing. A lot of people are probably wondering, if you're just listening to the podcast, uh, what is Real Outreach? Real Outreach is actually a... Um, at Real Outreach, the belief is that everyone deserves a, a night or a day at the movies. Uh, and kids who have no control over the circumstances need it the most. With the rising cost of tickets and concessions, for many kids, the environment of sitting down and watching a movie is sadly out of reach. While many consider this lux- uh, many consider this a luxury, for kids it's a need and a, a chance to escape from their problems and feel normal once again. Um, so there's a lot of times that depending on uh, the group, depending on the movie or whatever else, um, Jordan will work with local uh, charities, work with... Um, uh, previously, we did one with the girls, um, girls of Dallas, and uh, young girls uh, were able to go and watch Captain Marvel. Um, and Girls Incorporated actually does uh, their... Um, Girls Incorporated is actually an organization for the empowerment of young girls. And uh, it was an awesome event. There was a huge turnout, probably the biggest we've ever had. So um, this next one, I don't know the exact, uh, I don't know who we are planning on taking, uh, but there's been many times before that we've taken kids from Children's Medical Center um, or we've been able to uh, send a big baskets, big gift baskets that had, you know, toys and candy and all this other stuff to some of these kids uh, that are stuck at these hospitals. So please make sure to check us out at realoutreach.com. You can get more information right over there as well. So World War Z on video games coming soon is coming April 16th to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Bolts, we've talked about it a couple times, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth whenever we look at the trailer. But um, what are you overall thinking about this game? You still got some pretty good uh got a pretty good mindset that this game is going to be a success yeah i think it'll be good you know oh excuse me um i just think it'll, it'll be i think it'll be a good good horde zombie game yeah you think it's going to be able to do what you said is kind of like float along and uh maybe make some people happy that aren't going to be able to play a game like uh days gone oh yeah you or have, even left for dead yeah you have an entire system that can play it now so absolutely yeah I hate bolts so much. <laughs> you got a whole system of poison now. Anyways, um, so <laughs> after that, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, and PC. Uh, April 23rd, actually. I said the 26th. It comes out on Tuesday. So, um, Bolts, I know you're not the biggest Mortal Kombat fan, but as somebody that appreciates a story in a game... I think, I think Mortal Kombat has kind of set the standard for a story-driven fighting game. Um, do you think that? Uh, do you think? Would you like to see more fighting games have a story-driven dialogue like Mortal Kombat does? Uh, in a game, yes. Um, probably the greatest story-driven game is Soul Calibur, as far as fighting games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The backstory and the lore of that is amazing. Yeah. But yes, as in-game. Storytelling, Mortal Kombat is, is is a step above everyone else. Yeah, 
I agree with you. Of course, because I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. And then Days Gone, PS4, coming out April 26th. What you thinking, Bolts? <laughs> Daryl Dixon. Daryl Dixon. Uh, you got the draft coming out that day. You got in-game coming out. Um, Days Gone is going to be a fragment of my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you make me sick. You just like seeing... You just like seeing him get torn up by that bear in this little gift that we have, right? That's hot. Yeah, it's super hot. Uh, Rage 2 is coming out. PS4, Xbox One, PC, May 14th. I'm super excited for this game. I know Bolts is as well. Absolutely. Um, they did announce that the BFG 9000 is going to be playable in the game. So the BFG wow. from Doom is going to be usable, and I am so ready to use it, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be an awesome, awesome in-game weapon. Um, and I just, I have to commend id Software and even Avalanche Studios. I've been super excited for this game. Uh, I've been excited for this game since the first day it was announced. I've been a huge uh, Rage fan, even uh, was a huge fan of the first game. Even though it may not have been, like, you know, the biggest game out there, uh, it still was... It still was a good game, in my personal belief. I understand. Yeah. Bolts was too quiet back there. I had to check and see if he was live. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> fake ass laugh, bro. Do not give me that fake ass laugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much, man. All right, so um, moving on from that, guys. So, you know, uh, here on Second Opinion Podcast, every week we try to change up our content and give you guys a little bit of a new outlook um there's some podcasts that we have uh just like you know four articles um that we kind of or four articles um four topics that we really focus on um but this week we got a couple more topics and a couple that we usually wouldn't really talk about too much um but we're gonna go ahead and jump down into this week's gaming news. Microsoft to drop news on E3 2019 and Xbox Fan Fest during this next week's Inside Xbox episode. This is cited from VG247. Next week's episode of Inside Xbox will feature information on Microsoft's plans at E3 2019 and the Xbox Fan Fest. An hour-long episode of Inside Xbox will take place next week. Tuesday, April 16th, and will feature the latest news on E3 and the FanFest itself. During the show, Microsoft said that said to expect Xbox Game Pass news, new details on the anniversary update of Sea of Thieves, details and footage of Warhammer, um, Warhammer Chaos Bane. Is that another Warhammer game again? Good lord. Good lord. Okay, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you, you go buy all these companies, and you're gonna you're gonna have footage of Warhammer. <laughs> well, there's Warhammer fans, but I just I didn't know that there was another game coming out. So, uh, and then an exclusive look at Rage Two. Uh, there's gonna be a handful of backwards compatibility announcements, as well uh, as um, the Coalition's Rod Ferguson will drop by, and there will be several surprises during the show. So this is Microsoft's Road to E3. It'll be broadcasted on Facebook, Mixer, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And this will all be done April 16th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anybody that listens in Texas, that is 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. So, Bolts, 
Rod Ferguson from the coalition. Uh, coalition Turd from Ferguson? The coalition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that off of? Oh, my God. You're going to have to look it up now. Um, so, big surprises. Going to be several surprises shown off. And E3 news. What are you thinking that some of these surprises could possibly be? Uh, Fable. <laughs> <laughs> look, look I'm, I'm, Still! I'm serious. If... if if this this road to E3 or this this wonderful everything about that Microsoft has done the past year, if Fable's title does not pop across that screen, to me it will be a I'm failure. I'm gonna lose my freaking. It will mind. be a failure. It, it absolutely will be. I mean, so like if you if we go to E3 this year, we go to the Xbox conference um, or vice versa. We'll watch it, whatever. I don't know exactly what's happening yet, but we go and you don't like it. Like they don't show Fable, you think it's an automatic fail? To 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 definitely to an ex- extent. I mean that it's so much that people want from 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 Microsoft, and and people have been asking for a new Fable game. I mean, when you go out and buy the companies that you do that you did, excuse me, not do, but you did, you're expecting something large, mm-hmm. and. You know, unless it, if it's not another Knights of the Old Republic game, <laughs> um, you know, we've seen Halo Infinite. You know, we yeah. know that's coming. Uh, we know a new Gears is coming. You, you know, you got your shooter, you got your other shooter. You need your RPG, and it's got to be Fable. Yeah. If it's not Fable, then you're gonna have a lot of a lot of people to answer to. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. Turd Ferguson is off Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so um, I guess I can understand what you're talking about when you say that there could possibly be a a lot. um, There could be a lot of fans that will be upset. But at the same time, I mean, it's like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because yeah. like, even if they don't, my thing is, even if they don't announce it this year, I will be in agreement with you that since they did, they did buy the IP, right? Like, it's owned by Microsoft now, correct? Yes. So, do you think? Do you think it would be okay if maybe if they just at least did like some small teaser and we don't hear about it again until next year? That's fine, but you just have, so, you, as long gonna, as you know, you're gonna have to entice people's curiosity. Yeah, I guess I see where you're coming from with that, but at the same time, it's just uh, I don't. It's like what you said. <laughs> you said so many episodes ago. I don't think they owe anything to anyone, and if they didn't want to show it this year, then they really don't have to. Okay. Th- then it, then you will have a lot of upset people. <laughs> Stock drop. So Maybe. I, you know, it's just it, it's it's got to be. You've got to You've got to throw something big out there. You went out and you've done all of this, 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 this glitter and this glam to show your Microsoft people yeah. that you're putting forth the effort. And we knew a Halo was coming. We knew a new Gears was coming. We know that shit's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, there better be something huge. You know, I think it's cool that to to add in. I mean, it's cool that they're showcasing, you know, some other games and stuff like that. Um, I think there will possibly be also announcing uh, or showcasing a new Mortal Kombat character because they did in the trailer did show the Mortal Kombat logo, <clears throat> but 
I've actually got to say I'm, I'm pretty impressed with Microsoft's Inside Xbox videos on YouTube. Um, I actually really like them more than PlayStation State of Play. Now, I know PlayStation State of Play live stream event. It was the first time that they've done it, and it's like a Nintendo Direct-style event. But Inside Xbox, dude, it's like an hour long. This coming up one is like an hour long. Most of the times I think, what, they're like 30 or 40 minutes? Yeah. Um, but they really get in depth. They do all these interviews and stuff. It actually reminds me of PlayStation's Core. Do you remember Core? Vaguely, honestly. Okay, so vaguely. PlayStation Core was a a yearly or monthly subscription that you had on the PS3. And what they would do is you would download the that monthly Core onto your thing, and it was like a full on app. Mm-hmm. So you could watch behind the scenes gameplay. You can watch new gameplay trailers. There was sometimes there were demos and stuff that you can actually download from that. There were exclusive themes, um, all different types of stuff. I really loved it. But it really kind of connected you to PlayStation on a behind-the-scenes style of video series. And I wish that they would start doing more stuff like that because you need that interaction with these companies. And it seems like Microsoft is really on the ball of, of kind of connecting with their fans more than Sony is recently, so. Well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, look, just just look what they've done over the past year to yeah. to to entice their fans to to let them know, it's like, hey guys, we're here for you. We love you. <clears throat> we love. We don't it. want you to lose you. Because <laughs> right now we suck. We're in an emotional spot. Right. Um. So, uh, speaking of Microsoft, uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, is being announced. Microsoft is reportedly working on a new subscription service that bundles Xbox Live Gold together with the Xbox Game Pass. The service dubbed Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is said to cost $15 per month. Uh, This news did break um, through Twitter, and it was uh, originally uh, reported by The Verge, um, confirmed with their own source. $15 Fifteen dollars is less. Uh, is oh my god, I'm an idiot. Fifteen is five less than what users would pay with the two services combined. So you get a little bit of a discount, um, and I think it is a damn good deal, bro. This is what I've been talking about for a long time with PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. They should merge the services together, make it to where it's the same situation. You're paying fifteen dollars a month for your for your um, both of the services it would be super it would be super cheap for consumers and it would be not only would it be um, a great value but it would be a great way of like telling people hey since you pay for this you know PlayStation ultimate you can now play PlayStation now games if you can't play them on your console you can always play them on a PC or you know we're working on a mobile version of it as well. Because Sony's been trying to do that for a while, but Xbox really jumped ahead of them, and they want to. Xbox is is making some strides, dude. They're they're trying to put the Xbox platform uh, or Xbox software on everything now. So, Bolts, do you think this is a good value for consumers? Oh well, yeah. I mean, you get a twenty dollars value, you're paying fifteen bucks for it, absolutely. And instead of seeing those two things come out of your bank statement every month, you only see it one time now. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's 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 really great. Um, they, you know, like we said, Microsoft is making making leaps and bounds um, of effort to make everything just more convenient, just just more better, you know, for the consumer. So yeah, I totally agree, dude. 
And like I said, I think it's a great value for consumers, but it also kind of, uh, you know, it kind of kicks Sony in the butt, if you know what I'm saying, and kind of tells them, hey, get get to moving. You know what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. Like, bro, I mean, for real, like, what's the point of PlayStation Now right now? Like, I don't know, because I have a PlayStation Now, and I don't even get PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. even use it. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had it before. I really enjoyed it for a little bit, and then I was like, I can't download any of the games. There's sometimes that if at the time, if my um, if my internet connection would drop at all, like it, I mean, the quality of it would be really poor. Right. There was, then you got to the point of having some latency issues as well. So I don't know, dude. You know, I I'm really liking what I'm seeing from from Xbox, and I really wish I really really wish Sony would kind of get on board. And do some of the stuff that Xbox is doing now. Um, I don't know. I guess that's a. Is that too much to wish? No, no, no. You you, you want you want a good value for what you're paying. You know? <laughs> yes, that's I it. I mean, that's man. just that's, that's just what anybody. That's all I want. So um, I know we're kind of moving through these topics pretty quick, but we got some bigger topics. We got two bigger topics to talk about at the end of the podcast. We're going to go a little bit more in depth on. Um, so next up. Get ready for some crazy zombie action. The launch trailer from World War Z has been released. Uh, the game does come out on the 16th of April. And I'm going to tell you right now, Bolts, I am I am really excited for this game. Uh, originally, I wasn't extremely excited for it because I didn't see a lot of details on it. But now that I'm seeing the gameplay, um, I'm hoping that I don't. I'm not getting swept up in the hype. You know what I'm saying? Because so far the game it looks pretty fun. Get swept up in the hype? Look, bro. Look until you have waited ten years to play Two Human, you don't get swept up in the hype like <laughs> I do. <laughs> so you know what? Your hype does not count. Yeah, bro. That was that was pretty bad for you, man. So, um, so both. I mean, you're seeing some of the gameplay that I'm seeing right now. Uh, overall, the game looks, you know, pretty fantastic. What do you What are you thinking? I mean, it's you. You're looking at. I mean, it's going to be an onslaught of fucking death all yeah. over the place. You know, I, I've had I've had my times of of uh, of not. I wouldn't say looking down upon, but like you know, you get used to like only getting uh, only wanting to buy AAA titles. You know what I'm saying? So there was one game that I didn't hear about at all, and. Um, it was at E3 last year. I was not excited about it because I didn't even know about it. But it was by Rebellion, uh, and it was Strange Brigade. And I was just kind of like, you know, whenever we went in there to see it, you know, uh, Eric um, from the Father Gamer podcast had actually been like, well, I didn't tell you all about this or blah, 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 blah. Um, so we go in, we sit down, and we go to play the game, and it was awesome. I mean, it was so great. Um, and it did launch. I mean, it was a you know triple A title, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't something that I would particularly always usually play. And to be honest with you, if it wasn't suggested to me to go make a you know stop by and play it, then I probably wouldn't have. And there's right. no hate towards Rebellion at all. Um, but I just you know I had other games that I was trying to go and play. So when I really focused in and I I gave my time to that game, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Uh, now, I haven't played it in a bit because, of course, there's 4 million other games that have come out since then. But um, I think this is going to be the same type of situation. I think World War Z is going to be one of those games that is going to be a really fun and great experience, especially whenever you do co-op with your friends. Um, you have to take on the hordes and whatever else. The problem with this is... I haven't seen like a ton of marketing from it. Now it is being published by Saber Interactive, uh, and the game is being worked on by Focus Home Interactive, who did Vampire uh, this past. I think it was was it 2017, 2018. Uh, no, it was um, 2018. Uh, you know, and people that played the game, there was you know there's a couple problems, but for the most part, the fans really enjoyed it. Um, but I just I feel that that this game is going to be probably somewhat fun and uh i don't think it's really getting a lot of press right now dude like i see it uh here and there but i mean i don't know it doesn't have that big huge outreach like some of these other games have some of these really big triple a titles have no and and you're right you're right you know normally when you're watching tv scrolling through something magazines and stuff like that you read about it here and there but um, much much hasn't been said unless you're in the gaming community and you have and you know what's coming. So yeah, um, hopefully it'll it it'll it'll hit the stores and and the word of mouth will travel and it'll come out come out selling pretty good. So. Yeah, I hope so too, man. Um, so real quick, we're gonna take a music minute. This music minute has been brought to you by Tech Industries. Make sure to check out the great music they have. Um, really awesome music. Um, and then whenever we come back, we're going to talk a couple more topics and we're going to lead into some Star Wars talk right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. Alright guys, we're back. Thank you so much for Tech Industries. 
music. Uh, thank you for letting us use the music. Uh, definitely make sure to check them out. Great, great music. So uh, we got one regular topic to talk about real quick, and then we're going to talk about some Star Wars information. So with that said, as of today, you can now officially change your PlayStation Network name, but that does not mean we are not seeing problems from this uh there has already been reported cases of multiple people not being able to um to use some of their digital content that they were able to uh that they have purchased before in the past um and i just think it's a little too far gone to go ahead and do that i think it's something different if like Sony were to come out and say PlayStation 5 is launching in 2021 and if you'd like to change your PlayStation Network name then you could do it when you log into your console for the first time. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't see what the fuck the big deal is about it. Um, you should wow, anybody should be able to change their their account name. I mean there was something I want to lie. No, you're fine. Um, <clears throat> I agree, but I, you know, it seems like they're not having this issue. Uh, you're not seeing this type of issue with Microsoft because well, no, because you've been able to do it from day one. After, yeah, you know, and you pay what? It's like ten bucks. Yeah, something like that. So you pay a ten dollar fee, and then you're able to change your change your ID, your gamer tag, your gamer tag, um, and there's no issues at all. So. From what it's being reported, people, like, you go on to the PS4, you go on, change your screen name or whatever else. You also have to go on to a browser, um, I think, to confirm it. But either, that's neither here or there. The problem is, uh, from what's being reported through Game Informer, it says, however, Sony notes that changing your username may affect a number of games. The potential issues range from trophy progression uh, to lost save data, access uh, um, to content or currency purchased in-game, and even parts of your game not functioning properly. Also ED, you know, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I mean, bro, just those right there make me think. I'm like, I'm not changing my name. I have mine. I would like to have it as S0LEB, but my PSN has always been. I had at one point when I first got a PlayStation 3, I put it as Caleb1987. I remember it. And then I changed my PlayStation Network, uh, or I got a new one, and it was Celeb7891. So it's always going to say Celeb seven eight nine one. Well, it's just it's just like my gamer tag on the original Xbox. Um, it was Jab thirteen oh three. And then you just stuck with it. I stuck it in my Aaron. Aaron has it now. And you use it all the time. I call you Jab in the bedroom. Jab it. Anyways, <laughs> that's what she said. Um, I'm more so, of a central guy. Oh, okay. Mm. Candles and who <sighs> ah, uh Anyway, so um, I just don't really see the point of doing this. There's no you know? point. Dude. There's no, no point, point at all. Like it makes it's no just, sense to do shit. this. There's dumb a possibility shit. that you're going to lose your save data um, and parts of your game. Could not you imagine working. playing playing three quarters way through Shadows Die Twice? You change your name and it loses all the save. Oh, bro! Look, look, look! I would destroy an Xbox. <laughs> I mean, a, a, a PlayStation at yeah, that point, I know, right? Um, all right, so moving on to our final topics. Um, 
Amazon post official concept art of Respawn's Star Wars game early. So <laughs> they accidentally Bullshit. posted this early. Accidentally, uh, yeah. Yeah, this uh, around the same time that the new Star Wars trailer was coming out. Yeah. It was accidentally where we posted this. <laughs> well, this is uh, uh, Lucas Fuck. Games, um, and the Lucas Games Twitter page did tweet it out officially. Um, but... Uh, as you guys know, the Star Wars game will be based around a single Jedi um, that did escape uh, the events of Order 66. Wow. Um, so from what we're seeing on this image, it, it, the game is called the Star Wars The Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we do see uh, the Imperial ships, the TIE Fighters, uh, in the top left-hand corner of the poster. We also see um, the said Jedi on a mountain cliff with... Looks like a little robot. Looks like a little droid. And he does have a blue lightsaber. Um, so uh, there was all these people that were like, what if this is like, you know, side story of Luke? Or No. No. It's not Luke. Nope. So... <laughs> Uh, also, we see a huge Imperial ship, a huge Star Destroyer, um, that is destroyed itself, um, and it is, I guess, what is that? Is it, like, shoved down into a mountain peak? Well, either, a, yeah, at first I thought maybe it was, like, um, like that was those were rocks and that was a wave right there, but I think it is a mountain peak with okay. snow and stuff like that. Um, so... Bolts. Yo. Being a Jedi fan, uh, Jedi fan, Star Wars and Jedi fan as you are, the, which I know you like the Sith as well. Um, but what are you thinking about this game? Well, the concept being based well, uh, around me, someone that let left. Me, let, let me say this: that it has a lot of ground to make up. Mm-hmm. Um, my 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 opinions and stuff, stuff like that right now will be completely reserved um, until I either see someone play it or I get hands on it to begin with. Um, it's just that the past past couple of Star Wars games have been nothing but crap, and they have a long way to go. So, well, I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay, I don't think the past couple of Star Wars games have been crap. Um, I think Star Wars Battlefront One was a total letdown. Uh, I think Star Wars Battlefront Two originally started out okay, but I think now is better than what it was. Um, so, but the problem with that is, I think what Bolts is trying to get across is the fact that EA has had the Star Wars license for how long now? Quite some time, sir. For quite some time, and we've got two Battlefront games out of it, and that's it. And um, even though I do respect the people that made Battlefront because it is a beautiful game... Um, it's still like where has the content been? It's just like um, it's just like I saw a diagram that showcased all the Lucas games that came out um, from like 2000 to 2012. Yeah, and it was a shit ton. I mean, there were so many Star Wars based games and stuff that came out. It was ridiculous. Um, you had Battle. Uh, you had. What is the what is it was a we had Road Squad Rogue Squadron we had uh, the Pod Racers we had all the Star Wars Lego games that were coming out what was the one game based on like the four it was like a four player clone game of like Special Forces 
It came out exclusively on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, I'm trying to. Oh my Jesus. Anyways, uh, we don't know a lot of names around here on the Second Opinion Podcast. Yeah, apparently, we don't because it's just one of those things, man. What What do you mean? We, we just we. There's so there's so much stuff out there. You just can't you just can't remember them all. Yeah, Come on, we though. can't remember shit. Um, so Rebel Com- Re- uh, Republic Commando, Star Wars Republic Commando, it came out in 2005, and it was uh, based on like special forces oh. clones, and supposedly it was a great game. Um, there was also Star Wars: The Clone Wars, Star Wars Jedi uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, Knights of the Old Republic 2. There was also uh, Jedi Academy, uh, which came out in 2003, which was a fantastic fucking game. Then there was Jedi uh, Knights 2, um, which came out in 2002, um, and it was called Outcast. Um, Then Star Wars Force uh, Unleashed, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter, which was one of my favorite games of all time. I love that game. Uh, then you even had even this was what's crazy. They made a Star Wars Revenge of the Sith game that was based on the movie that I really honestly I remember when I bought it, I didn't think it was going to be that good. And it was fucking great. <laughs> I loved that game. I loved everything about it. I really loved the end scene to where it's Obi-Wan facing off against Anakin Oh, dude, it was just awesome. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that game. I played it on PS2. But anyways, what I'm getting at is all these games were just cranked out and cranked out and cranked out, even though some of them weren't that good, like Connect Star Wars. But most of them were great. I mean, you had games like Star Wars Bounty Hunter. You had Star Wars Bounty Hunter was fantastic. You had even the Lego Star Wars games. As a Star Wars fan, you would you would appreciate the the you know comedic touch that they had on most of the games. Um, but what I think, like I said, what Bolts was trying to get at is it is upsetting that they have had the Star Wars license as long as they have, and we have only got what we have got. You know, so. Because we know there's so much there, bro. There's so much there. Um, and there's so much lore. There's so much stuff that they can actually do with this game. Um, so that's why we're excited. But I am hesitant because of what happened with, you know, Star Wars 1313. It was supposed to be a game based on um, possibly, there. Was, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but it was supposedly supposed to be based on like a young Boba Fett. Um, and all this other stuff. You're supposed to be a bounty hunter. The freaking graphics of that game look so amazing. The gameplay video that they showcased was unbelievable, and it was canceled. Um, even now, the Star Wars Amy Hennig title that was being worked on was supposed to be a story-driven Star Wars game. It was canceled. So, you know, it's hard for us not to have those reservations because the last two big... Story-driven Star Wars games have been canned, from what I believe, somewhat far in production. So, I don't know, man. It's kind of like what Bolt said, though. You know, I think that they could really go somewhere with this. Absolutely. Um, But they could really fall really short as well. So, with it being Respawn, I have some pretty high hopes. With Titanfall being such a great game um, and Apex Legends uh, being awesome, um, I really have high hopes for this game, and I hope that we 
Um, we'll get a little bit more information about it soon. I think uh, with Star Wars Celebration going on right now, we're supposed to be getting more information uh, on the game in the next, you know, hopefully 24 to 48 hours. Uh, they have done a little bit of a teaser trailer uh, that showcases uh, a, a ring. And it looks like, I don't know, it looks like possibly maybe a broken staff uh, or something that has to do with a lightsaber. Um, and it says, don't stand out. Hashtag Jedi uh, Star or Jedi Fallen Order. But um, it looks pretty fantastic. And like I said, it would be really awesome if we were able to get some get some information of that game in the next 24 to 48 hours. So um, with that being said, we have our final topic. And man, is it a bingo. That's right. I quoted old dude. <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> um, so <sighs> Star Wars Episode Nine title and trailer have been officially revealed. So as of maybe 10 hours ago, we had no clue what to expect from this game. It is being movie. Uh, a movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we never talk about movies on, on the second opinion podcast, but this is just, this is just too big this of a Star movie. Wars, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, we have not, we've had no idea what to expect from this movie. We know that Ryan Johnson is not directing it. We, uh, JJ Abrams is back. Now, mind you, even though The Last Jedi had somewhat uh, somewhat hate by the fans for how it was played out, the movie, the total box office made $1.3 billion. Wasn't that bad then. So it was pretty big. <laughs> but uh, Ryan Johnson, I think, is still possibly working on his own trilogy. Um, and from what is being reported after Star Wars Episode Nine. Disney and Lucasfilms will be taking somewhat of a hiatus to, I guess, reconfigure themselves, <laughs> get everything lined back out for a new trilogy. Um, so it has also been um, rumored that the possible new trilogy will be set in the Old Republic. Awesome. That would be fantastic. Hell yeah, it would. God, that would be awesome. So, Hell yeah. Um, but anyways, so this trailer... Uh, it has been announced that Star Wars Episode Nine will be called The Rise of Skywalker. There's your bloodline. There is your bloodline. Um, I think that is like the biggest teaser to who Rey is in quite some time. It doesn't make any sense to name the, the movie Rise <laughs> of Skywalker if you didn't have any type of connection between them. That's it. Um, but... It looks fantastic. And I'm going to tell you right now, I will say it fully with a smile on my face. When I watched this trailer with Bolts earlier, I teared up, started crying almost. It was amazing. This music to see Lando Calrissian back. Billy D. Um, that's right. Um, and uh, the, the overall style that they have set for this, it feels... Man, it feels like home, bro. It, it does. Feels, God, uh, it's just, it's so amazing. And then at the end of the trailer, you see this big thing out in the ocean and you're wondering what it is. It's actually a really nice, sentimental style trailer because you see, um, you see Leia um, hugging Rey. Uh, and, and I'm guessing that they're going, Leia is going to be somewhat of a 
part in this movie. Well, yeah, um, she's, she's right there. I know, but you know how I, I, you know. I, yeah, with her being with with her being gone now, um, you know they kind of thought, well, where is this going to take the movie? So I'm guessing that she's possibly going to be in the very beginning of the movie, right? Maybe right. Maybe not through the entire thing. But they originally said that before she passed away, they had planned on expanding into episode nine and really kind of focusing on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they had to do some rewrites and redirection but from what i'm seeing it looks fantastic but like i said you see this scene at the end of the trailer to where you see ray and finn and all the you know c3po bba chewbacca you see all of them right here on this hill and you're wondering what's going on and then whenever it turns back you see this ocean and then you see this big ass part of the death star like right in the middle of it all and i at first i was like wait a second that can't be that's not the Death Star. And then out of the darkness at the end of the trailer, you hear the Emperor's laugh. Yeah, buddy. My God, bro. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I really don't. Like, I have goosebumps right now just talking about it. You hear that laugh, and you can't help but be like, wait a second. That's the fucking Emperor. So, Bolts. Yes. My bro. This trailer. What What are you feeling? Um, I am really, I'm really excited. Um... Especially, you know, the the biggest question has been answered. Um, who is Ray? Um, Ray is a Skywalker. Um, Skywalker it's gotta be, bro. Well, no, it, yeah, it, it she is uh, somehow, some way, some form. She is a, she is a Skywalker. Whether she was built in a tube, whether she was conceived, you know, all, any way or other, she's got Skywalker blood. Bro, what if we went through this whole movie uh. and they never showed the connection? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm done with Star Wars. Right. Um, but it, you know, she's she's got she's got like like it says she's got a thousand generations in her bloodline and in, in her blood, you know she's got one of if not one of the the greatest bloodlines to use the force to understand yeah. the force you know, everything from Luke you know it, it to um, um to to Luke's dad Anakin and whatnot and it's just it's 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 set up right I mean in in, the, in this first part right here she's fixing to jump over a fucking spaceship bro yeah. You know, flying a whole ass across the desert. Uh-huh. She takes a couple steps and then flips over. So I'm just, I'm really excited to see where she was, where she came from. More, yeah. almost more than the movie itself. I want to yeah. know where she came from. We know where Kylo Ren came from. We know where everyone else came from. We don't know nothing about we her. We really don't. We know nothing about Ray. And and it's it's been awesome the way Lucasfilms has been able to keep her a secret. Mm-hmm. So because it's going to be, I'm telling you, like even though we already have those hints in our head, it's going to be a shock. It's where, gonna where, be where, where, whenever we finally figure out what what's going on, where she came from, how she ended up on on that deserted planet, her, why her parents left her, who, who, what parent had left her. You know, that's that, you know, did, you know, I'm not saying did Luke leave her before she, he went off to his island. You see what I'm saying? All kinds of stuff could be answered. So yeah. I'm really, really, really flipping excited about that. Yeah, I agree. And you see in this trailer, just like the cinematography, the color schemes, the way they're lining everything up. I can't help but constantly just can't, like keep getting goosebumps when I'm watching this. The music the the visuals the overall just storytelling this is a, not just a culmination of like oh we, we watched three films this is a culmination of an entire trilogy that is something that we have been watching since we are kids like i can't help but get so 
effing excited for this. I'm looking up at my wall right now. I have this one little small Empire Strikes Back poster, and I see the Emperor's face and Darth Vader and all these TIE fighters and stuff. And I'm thinking, my God, bro, like, I really, we have been. We've been watching this movie since we were kids. I remember getting the VHS collection of Star Wars episodes uh, 4, 5, and 6, and watching it whenever I was younger and playing Star Wars A New Hope on Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. And, like, it was so amazing. And I really do believe that J.J. Abrams is going to really nicely line out this series and give it the ending that it really deserves. No shots at Ryan Johnson at all, because I really liked Star Wars The Last Jedi. Is there anything that you saw in Star Wars The Last Jedi that you would have possibly changed? Honestly, no. Um, and, and, and that even goes to any of the Star Wars movies that have come out the past five years. Um, it feels like five years. <laughs> um, wh- whether it's you know Force Awakens to The Last Jedi to Solo to Rogue One and, 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 and the look at this trailer. It has. I've I've been I've been utterly satisfied. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't like the didn't like Solo. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, it, it gave perspective and a background to where Solo came from, and and that's what I wanted. You know. Yeah. Um, and as far as 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 the uh, um, the last, it's the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. I really did. It you know it it, it gave you that. That small interaction with Luke Skywalker, yeah, and 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 that's what people were wanting was that was that connection and that interaction to see Luke once again, you know. Yeah. So I I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Well, it's honestly crazy when you think about it. Like there were some big pivotal characters in Last Jedi that died. You know, Admiral Akbar has been in the movies <laughs> forever. He died. You know, which was kind of an okay thing because I think the actual voice actor. Yeah. For Admiral Atmore passed away. Um, but then, you know, I Luke Skywalker died. Yeah. You know, um, which that end scene was fantastic. We saw a supposed death of Captain Phasma. Um, she fell to her death, but who knows? I mean, do you right. think, do you think I mean, she's well, actually I'm, alive? I'm just saying, you know. Anything is possible when, especially when you hear the <laughs> yeah, you hear so, you know you hear the emperor who hasn't been in any of these movies in quite some time. Well, no, I'm sorry, you did see him return in obviously episode one, two, and three, but um, in the time frame, he hasn't been around in a while. Um, but then the biggest thing that super shocked me in the Last Jedi was the death of Supreme Leader. Snoke, which is which at this point was nothing but a puppet from Mister Palpatine. You think so? Oh yeah, that would totally make sense. Uh, I hope they really add the connection because you know Snoke was created. The character is created by J.J. Abrams. Um, so if they add that connection in there, <laughs> bro, if they add that connection in there, it would make so much sense because when you like like you talked about it before too, like that scene when he walks in. And you see Snoke's room or mm-hmm. his throne room or yeah. whatever else, bro. Uh, I mean, dude, I got goosebumps. That red on the back wall, the all the guards and stuff that were around, it was unbelievable. But you can't help but feel 
um, you know, you can't help but feel that original empire style feel when you walk in there. You're like, holy shit. Yes, sir. So that's what confused me as a fan when, when Kylo, when, not when Kylo, it was Kylo. I said, yeah. When Kylo Ren, when Kylo Ren killed Snoke. It was so crazy. I guess maybe Kylo was using his force powers to confuse Snoke's mind. That would be the only way. So because because yeah. it's it's, it's surpri- it was surprising as fuck that he didn't recognize what was Bro, going on. Bro, when like you and me were sitting there watching that and that lightsaber went through him and he died, I like turned to look at you. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and even I think me and Bolts were both just confused. We're like, "How did he not sense that he was turning that lightsaber?" That's it, dude. So, but. Overall, it, like I said, it's a culmination of years upon years upon years of a story, and this is the finalized. Uh, this is this is all of it wrapped up in one big ass ball. So I'm so excited, dude! I cannot wait um, to see this movie, and uh, you know, I gotta say, I'm listen, bro. I'm super excited for Avengers Endgame. You know, it's somewhat of the same type of thing. You know, it's it's years upon years of movies, and Avengers Endgame is the culmination and the ending of one big ass series. That's what's crazy is that Disney is own, like owns two big ass series that are both coming to an end this year. Mm-hmm. So Avengers Endgame is ending that entire trilogy. Then, um, uh. You know, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker is ending the entire Skywalker trilogy. So, um, the next time we see a Star Wars film, it's probably going to be based on something completely different, um, or a time frame that's completely different. Um, so, um, but I have to say, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm over the hills excited for Avengers: Endgame. But I've got to say, this is my most anticipated film in 2019. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about it, Bolts? I, I really don't. I just, you know, the the, the laugh at the end sealed everything for me, bro. I turned and looked at Bolts right when that laugh started happening. I think him and me both had to say, his face was like super red. He was like, "Holy shit, it's unbelievable, man!" So. I know this is a little bit of a different episode of the podcast for you guys, but uh, I just want to say I love you and I appreciate everybody that stops by the podcast, checks us out. Make sure to check us out on Spotify, on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and Cinelinks.com. Um, I want to give shout-outs to my wife for being amazing. Shout-outs to my boy Bolts going to E3 this year. Very excited. Also, shout-outs to my dude, my big bro, TJ, a.k.a. T. Spray Spray. Next week, we're going to be bringing back Grilling and Chilling, and I'm super excited um, to share with you guys what we have in the works. So shout-outs to him, shout-outs to all of our listeners, and shout-outs to Cinelinks.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Peace.